Good morning, good morning, my friends. So before I forget from me and Marie-Pierre and all the podcast team, Melanie Miller, Jean-Philippe Jacques, Sabrina Tessier, we wish you Merry Christmas. We won't say Happy New Year. We have another five days of podcast next week, but some food for thought during the holidays. So before we dive into the subject, guess what I'm going to ask you guys to do? Lise is in charge of welcoming everybody on Podbeam, right, Lise? Say yes, yes. And I know Matthew is usually with us. Please welcome the newcomers. Welcome everybody. Number two, I'm going to ask you to share, and this is what I want you to write on top, okay? So Maxwell is very, very polite. He calls it, hang on, I have a hard time with his choice of word. Are you in fantasy land or are you a dream builder? In the good old days, we would say, are you losers or winners? <laughs> That's Maria. Oh, did I say that? Yes, I did. So what I would write before sharing the podcast, I would write, are you in fantasy land or are you a real dream builder? Let's keep this polite and nice. Uh, and then I would share. Obviously, obviously, my friends, especially the ones on Zoom that I can see, you know, if you know that somebody, it, it's all in their heads, they're dream, like dreamers, like he's doing the, okay, they're losers. Let me go with my words, okay? Maybe you should be sending it directly by messenger. What do you think? What do you think? In a very polite way, okay? Oh, uh, let me know on which side you are. Ha, 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 you know, type of thing. Ha, ha, no? Okay. And. Uh, Number two, Jacqueline Stockley is an amazing contributor on, um, uh, on the Millionaire of the Diamonds group. It's a bilingual group. She's, she goes and get amazing articles, amazing audio. Uh, most of the, most of what she puts on is in English. And like my friend said, copy, paste, put it in Google Translate, and you'll get it into French. Or, if you get something into French, copy, paste, put in Google Translate, and you'll have it in, in, into English. I want it to be a bilingual group, so it's a Canadian uh, podcast for multi-level marketing um, company. So thank you once again for being on. Don't forget, on your Podbeam, you have a little heart at the bottom. Actually, that's what I want to do right now. And every time... No, I have 136 seconds. Okay, I have to wait. Well, uh, you click it, it gives us brownie points. So welcome to chapter three again and again. We thought we would finish it today, but the second part of chapter three, there's more than, you know, five parts, I believe, is so wow that I said to, to Marie-Pierre, please, Marie-Pierre, I, I don't want to rush through it. I need to cover it properly, this, this, this segment. Because it's 41 years, I'm in Tupperware. Because it's 41 years, I'm in this multi-level marketing business that has changed so many times in the 41 years. We've been so so through so much ups and downs. And every time there's a down and then we bring it back up again, the next up is always higher than the last highest moment we have had in our career. And this is going to be the second consecutive year at over $50 million dollars. Who would believe that we could sell this much product in Quebec alone? Because the English market for us accounts like for 1%. So imagine, Trish, when you guys help me build the rest of Canada, right? In English, where we could be. Actually, we know where we could be. We will be at 280 million. Um, and the question is, are we depending on luck or are we depending on 
ourselves, we can get this done. You have to ask yourself the question, are you waiting for the right time? You know, this morning before we went live, I said, you know, you guys, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year before I forget. But remember, I hope you have a Tupperware live sale going on tomorrow or and posts, right? Put on your camera, show your lifestyle. Sunday, it's Christmas, Get go live. Wish your people a Merry Christmas or, or have a post. By the way, Melissa, do my post. <laughs> In a picture of me, Mohammed, we do a nice post everywhere on um, for Merry for for uh, not Happy Holidays, but Merry Christmas. Okay, uh, and I know a lot of people are going to use uh, you know Happy Holidays very big. No, put it very specific, like Merry Christmas. Even my husband is Muslim; he celebrates Christmas, right? There's free gifts; he's going to celebrate it, right? That's how it works. So make it very specific. Anyways, going back to the podcast don't have a lottery mindset don't believe that if you show up at the right time at the right place with the lucky number voila success okay this is shallow thinking don't be shallow be strong believe in cause and effect how many people again if i take melanie miller's example yesterday go to x factor and they know they can't hold a note and then they get upset with the judges that they're not giving them a break. Hey, girlfriend, if you can't hold the note properly or you make, make just one mistake, I mean, chances are you're not going to be the next uh, uh, Whitney Houston, like, you know, reality check. So I love the fact that we're talking about reality. Ask yourself reality questions. Am I depending on factors within my control to achieve my dreams? Your approach will be different if you don't dwell in fantasy land. And once again, I love Maxwell. He's being very, very kind, very gentle. And I'm going to use Maxwell's approach because my approach is losers and winners. And I know we don't like to use that language. So <laughs> hats off to Maxwell. Fantasy land or are you a real dream builder? Okay, so let's let's check this list together. Are you with me? Okay, so what does does fantasy land people look like? What what do they do that is are different from real dream builders? Well, fantasy land people rely on luck. They're the ones that buy the six forty nine. They buy the lottery tickets, and then they imagine what they would do if they would win the lottery. They actually take time out of their lives to imagine, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy. And they spend all this ridiculous amount of time on imagining what they would do once they win the lotto. Now, I need you to ask yourself, is that you? Or are you on the right-hand side, which is a real dream builder? You rely on discipline, not luck. That means that you work you're, every day you're working on daily habits and you're working those habits so it builds routine and that routine helps you to stay focused on the activities you need to do to achieve your dreams. Like you have to ask yourself the question. Now, Marie-Pierre has been working with me for years and she knows I'm all about daily habits, routine, discipline. This is all that I'm about. 
It has nothing to do with charisma. It has nothing to do with intelligence. It has nothing to do with, with, with anything other than sheer discipline, habit, and routine. I don't need to know what I'm doing on Monday. I get up at 5 a.m., I get ready, walk the dogs, come to the office, read, prepare my conditioning. Like I'm very, very, very methodical, very routine because this way I don't rely on luck. I know that with time I will get to wherever I want to go. What about fantasy land? What do they do? They focus on the destination. Now you're saying, what does that mean? Well, I'll give you an example in my multi-level marketing business. They walk in, they want to become a director so they can qualify for Hawaii. And then they're, they're out of here. They fail right after the month following the Hawaii qualification. They don't do the director's numbers anymore. Or if we, if they get lucky, they might have another destination, which is the Mustang qualification. But then they run into the Mustang qualification and the month after they don't do their numbers. The worst thing is, for you to, to take advantage of these trips, you must hold the title with which you qualified for. Because they're focused on destination, they don't even end up going to Hawaii because they've lost their title, Trish. Do you understand? Okay, that's what happens when you're focused on destination. Dream builders are focused on the journey. The journey means before you've achieved Hawaii, you're already on to your Mustang. Before even achieving your Mustang, you're already on building your five-star level. Before getting to five-star level, you're already thinking presidential. Like it's about the journey. It's not about the qualification. It's about the journey. These are the people like Annie Marchand that are celebrating 18 years in our multi-level marketing business. So ask yourself, am I focused destination or on the journey fantasy land people minimize the value of work whereas dream real dream builders maximize the value of work so let me give you an example okay who are these min these people that minimize work ethic they're always out they're always on leisure time they have full of hobbies you know and you look at them and the worst thing is parents that they believe that quality time with their children is watching TV, is um, going to this event and this event, the trampoline, the park, the ta 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 See, what you're creating here is fantasy land children because they think life is about leisure. It isn't. I was raised by a mom and dad that maximized the value of work. See, they were on the right-hand side. They were real dream builders. So I have the most magical souvenirs, moments with my mother making ravioli, making cannellonis, making cookies, cutting the grass with my dad, going and buying the, the, the vegetables to plant the garden. You see the difference? It wasn't about leisure. It was about everything about learning and building and how to be self-sufficient. It was productive time. It was about cleaning the home together as a family. Saturdays, everybody cleaned the home. My dad, my mom, myself, okay? So the big difference is they raised a child that understand value of work and how work can be fun. Whereas if you're always outside the home, you're, you're raising children that believe that fun and pleasure is outside the home instead of making the home uh, a sanctuary. How about 
Are you on, you look for excuses side, those are the fantasy land builders, versus the dream builders that actually build their dreams. They don't look for excuses, they lean into being productive. They lead by action, what can I do? Whereas on the other side, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yesterday, we had so many people uh, flock to the office, getting the products that didn't come in with orders that were supposed to arrive before Christmas. And when when um, when um, Sylvie shared with me how much we had sold, I said, really? She goes, yeah, they came and pick up their stock that they didn't get. They didn't say, oh, Tupperware didn't deliver me the orders. No, no, no. They said, who has this? Who has this? And then I had a director that was stopping off. Ricky was going to Annie Marchand. All our customers are getting the products. We didn't say, oh, they didn't do this. It's not my fault. I can deliver you the order. Uh, who are you? Okay. Fantasy land, they create problems and they have bad, dirty mouths. Real dream builders create momentum and they only have good things coming out of their mouths. I remember doing a, a, a conditioning meet with Marie-Pierre and you know exactly who I'm going to talk about, Marie-Pierre. And I asked somebody to share what was her takeaway and she starts with... Uh, uh, my business is not working. I'm thinking about giving it up. And I'm saying to myself, why would she say this in a, a, a proactive meeting? Because these are people that like to create problems and like to bring other people down with them. Like for something negative to come out of my mouth, I'm going to reach up. I'm going to go above me and share with my mentor above me. This is bought in private. But when I'm in public, only good has to come out of my mouth. Only what is working, only what is great. Who are you? Fantasy land, they wait. They don't know what to do. Well, I was waiting for you, okay? Whereas dream builders initiate. They have a logic, common sense of what needs to be done. So. Let me give you an example here. When we used to have our ABCD teams, remember Marie-Pierre? And I would be late. I knew right away who amongst my directors were fantasy land people and who amongst my directors were real dream builders. The real dream builders took initiative. Maria hasn't arrived. The logic dictates we have to do this, this, and that. Who are you? Do you wait or do you initiate? Fantasy land avoid risk. They're afraid of failure. They think they, those are the people that take a hundred years to make a freaking decision, even what to order on the menu. Okay. Just order, <laughs> embrace the risk and welcome. Well, I don't like this. I'll never order it again. Okay. Not complicated. Make yourself, they make others responsible. It's never their fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Whereas the dream achievers make themselves responsible. I am responsible. Success is not luck, it's work. Focus on what you can do. I want to talk to you two minutes about Julie Shayi. So Julie Shayi is rock and rolling it in 20, 2020. And, and then all of a sudden, post-COVID, uh, her director started saying, oh, it doesn't work anymore. Julie, she's, she, she's a worker, you know, she, she's a dream builder. She, she turned around 
and she's having her biggest financial year of all time. She's at $350,000 of income when her directors have failed or have lost their titles. And I'm laughing because if only those directors understood that it had nothing to do with the outside effect, you take charge. And I love her for that example and, and to show that she has the biggest year income when nobody chose to, you know, embrace the challenging times ahead. So ask yourself who you are. So here's Marie Pierre for a few tips and to understand the thin line between fantasy and dream achievers. <laughs> I love that you keep the the good word <laughs> from John Maxwell. <laughs> yes. So I will just do just to make sure. I think you. Cannot uh, hear me well on Podbean. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Now is it better? <laughs> okay. So, yes, the thin line between fantasy and dream builder, or it's the thin line between persistence and stupidity. So, yes, we are a little bit rough this morning. <laughs> with over. Because being persistent in the face of adversity and change is essential to surviving and even thriving in the face of adversity. But it's equally important to realize there's a very thin line between being absolutely persistent and being absolutely stupid. So absolutely persistent is about never giving up on your goal. And absolutely stupid is about never giving up on how you will achieve your goal. So you want to find that right balance. And it's simple. It's never quit on your goal, but be willing to be flexible on how you reach your goal. So this may seem a like a subtle distinction, but it's a profound distinction. So if you are determined to have your business survive and grow, certainly in this recession, so that's persistent. But if how you run your business is clearly not working now, it's frankly a little bit stupid to stick with an approach that clearly isn't working. So if you have the wrong approach, it's an incredible waste of precious resources. So it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of energy to be persistent. So it's smarter to conserve your resources, regroup and take a different tack instead. So as one of the famous generals in World War II, we aren't retreating. We're charging ahead in a different direction. So what makes this difficult for many people is the emotion turmoil that comes from the harsh realization that what you're, do what you're doing is not working. So it takes being brutally honest with yourself to come to that realization. And business, like other parts of your life, reward smart, thoughtful, and proactive decision-making. So sometimes the simple answer is to stop doing what you are currently doing before inflict any more losses or damage. So other times this means trying a different approach altogether. So result is in business and life are usually straightforward. So you, we can try to put whatever spin on our outcome we like, but the fact never lie. So hope is not a strategy. So rather an emotion that often leads to disappointment. So you can't will yourself to succeed and if you are doing won't if you what you're doing won't work and or can't sustain the result necessary to maintain your business. So mistakes tend to repeat themselves until you fully learn the lesson. 
So if you keep doing the same thing without realizing, you will keep making the same mistake until you will learn the lesson behind it. So stubbornness is very rarely a leadership virtue. So be persistent, but also be smart. So don't defend or rationalize bad decisions because of your pride or your ego. So strive to be intelligent and mature enough to absorb the data and ask and answer tough questions, learn the lesson, adjust your action according, and move on. So if you are constantly not getting the results you plan to achieve, then something is wrong. So please avoid stupidity. So <laughs> of course, now how can we do this? So make sure you have always goal for the day, goals for the week, goals for the month, and goals for the year. And not just reading, writing some goals, but you want to make sure that you have action with each of these goals. So if you can write action with each of these goals, yes, you will keep uh, your mind realistic for your goal. And just to make sure that you are on the right track, you should be able after every day, at the end of the day, ask yourself, what did I do during the day to go for my dream? So you should be able to answer at least three things that you did in your day to achieve your goal, to go forward with your dream. So if you cannot answer that, maybe, you are in, in this fantasy land. So make sure that, yes, you can answer this question. So maybe you can say, okay, I have a difficulty with that. So start asking the question in the middle of the day and not just at the end of the day. So maybe at the middle of the day, you say, oh, I don't have anything. So you will be proactive in the next part of the day to make sure that at the end of the day, yes, you will have three actions that you did to achieve your goal. So. I hope you understand a little bit more the difference between that fantasy land and dream builder. Oh, Marie-Pierre, I absolutely love this segment. Thank you for making me the photocopies. Please go on the group, Inspirational, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. You'll find it. I know you, if you guys are like me, but I like photocopies. I like paper. I like to keep it in my notes. At a certain point, I'm going to take it. It's going to help me to speak to you or do a speech sometimes on Wednesday and Thursday night. That's how I build it, Trish. It comes from a podcast, and then I put it together. So in closing, what I would like to say to you is amazing things will happen when you let go of your fantasy. Don't be in a world of fantasy. You need to recognize your gifts and you need to be at peace with being the very best you can be with your gifts. Not everybody is meant to be Tesla or, you know, Elon Musk. And, and this is the problem with people that are fantasy. If that is my destiny, and this is where I believe, you know, it's important to have faith. God will put in my mind this brilliant idea. You understand? But a lot of times people are running for glamour, for things that shine, like I said yesterday. You know, I know I was made, my gifts, what, my gifts need to be used exactly where I'm using it now in my Tupperware business. So when somebody said to me, oh, Maria, I went to a, um, an event where I was asked to speak on a stage and I was the only one that got a standing ovation. Then the TV, uh, you know, crew, TVA, TV all came in Siena. 
I know how that can be um, uh, glitter and glamour and how your ego, okay, your pride, your vanity can take over and make you believe you should be some kind of superstar on a reality TV show. But that is not my destiny. I know that's the devil trying to distract me because I believe in God. I know that that's what it is. Then, you know, you're asked to go speak at Harvard for Women Entrepreneur, you know, day. And again, you know, I call it the devil in disguise. Everybody comes up to, oh, my God, you're so good. You should be a motivational speaker. But again, again, that is the devil trying to distract me, trying to get my ego, trying to get my vanity going. And then, you know, you let go of what your job was meant to be, which is empower men and women in Tupperware, very humble business. No, you're not on TV. No, you're not in some great stage. But I know that this is where my gifts are supposed to be. So number one, you grow deeper, more meaningful life truly by making a difference when you understand what your gifts are and how to Keep that work ethic, developing systems, developing habits, developing routine to make it happen. Number two, you're going to be very relentless. You're going to be very consistent and very per perseverant. RCP. RCP is only when you understand that you are at the right place right now. And this is your job, your role in this world right now. Okay, don't go for something when it's not meant for you. And this is what I love about this book. Like I never thought of putting it in these words. Number three, you will always choose the path that aligns you with your highest values. Because remember, vanity speaks very loud. Ego speaks very loud. Pride speaks very loud. Very loud. Beware. Be be aware of it. So I'm always aligned with my highest value. And number four, you understand that every success equals a sacrifice. So it's like the iceberg illusion. You've seen that many, many times. All you see is Maria at $50 million, right? But what you don't see is 41 years of persistence. What you don't see is that I have failed 10 times for every win. What you don't see is the time I've sacrificed Monday to Friday, never having supper with my family because I was on the road somewhere doing some kind of Tupperware business. You don't see this. You don't see the dedication. You don't see the hard work, the early, early mornings, the late, late nights. You don't see the good habits I've developed. You don't see the disappointments, the many times I cried alone in my office because I was work so I was working so effing hard and nothing was happening. That's what you guys don't see. <laughs> You know, and I want you to I want to tell you that I've never been discouraged because I know that I was using my gifts. No, it wasn't glamorous. No, I don't have the briefcase. I'm not going to court because I really thought I'd be some some hotshot lawyer until, you know, I couldn't keep focus for more than 15 minutes in class. And that's being very generous. So the moral of the story is your problems aren't going to go away and everything has pains and challenges associated with it. Choose the challenges. You are most inspired to face the problems that are worth dealing with and you will change your life. Stop running away from them, 
run towards them, embrace them and say, amen, because every challenge you will overcome. There's a greater and most beautiful success in front of you. Merry Christmas, my friends. I'll see you on Monday, God willing. Okay. And please, please, please Tupperware tomorrow, Tupperware Sunday, even if it's Christmas. All right. This is how successful people do it. Bye-bye everyone. Thank you.